This is a positivity podcast. We will discuss ships of all shapes and sizes. From the pure to the problematic, no ship is off limits. Every ship discussed in this podcast is a work of fiction. It's not real, so therefore, it doesn't really matter. If you don't like the OTP we discuss in this episode, why don't you go outside, take a walk, and don't listen to this episode. We'll see you next time. Welcome back to the One True Podcast, a podcast where we talk about shipping, OTPs, One True Pairings, and all that great stuff. We're going back to our roots today. That's right, fam. We're talking about another Haikyuu ship today. No, it is not Hinata, but you should be just as excited because this ship is so special. Ah, first and foremost, who are you, my special guest? Hi, my name is Sylvan or Starizumi on Twitter. I am a huge Haikyuu shipper, multi-shipper, and overall giant Haikyuu nerd. Hell yeah. And who are we going to be talking about today? We are going to be talking about Osaaka, otherwise known as Akashi Keiji and Osamu Mia from Haikyuu Ds. Oh my goodness. Osaaka is like such a delicious flavor. And I didn't, you know, initially ship it like in the manga, but I had so many people who I knew who are super into it. And I can definitely appreciate this flavor. So when was the first time you decided you liked this flavor? Okay, so there's like this moment where they're at the MSBY Black Jackals game and Osamu is having his little like vendor stall where everybody's going before the match and Akashi is ordering and he says, Onigiri Mia's Onigiri is very good. Do you still not have a Tokyo branch? And Osamu says, not yet, but we're thinking about it. And my rare prayer, my rare pair loving brain was just like, yes, hello. I love them. Just latched on immediately. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Yeah, because, you know, they are pretty much a rare pair. I was like thinking about this before our um conversation, how there's like, I think it's like the, um, I'm going to call it the Ushikita to Osaka spectrum, where um Sakuatsu's in the middle of like interaction level. Yes. You could either have them like standing next to each other, never talk to each other, or they have one conversation. And then like in the middle, you just have the nickname. <laughs> literally they have like one interaction and my brain was just like yes these ones hello these boys right here hell yeah so why do you think you like shipping those boys together so both of them were never really known for being themselves i feel like like akashi was always known as bokuto's setter and osamu was always known as atsumu's twin and they were just always the other half of a partnership but they still found meaning in volleyball and in their own actions for like their own sake. Like they still played for themselves and because they loved it. And then post time skip, they both could have gone pro. They were encouraged to, but instead they chose their own paths and they found happiness like on their own terms and success, like in their own happiness, instead of pursuing what everybody else told them to do or going what would have been the easy path, just being another part of a partnership. That's so deep. That's like they were like um, like two ships in the night and then they finally crossed. Literally. So since like a lot of this Osaka stuff is going to be mostly fanon because they are a rare pair, what are some of your favorite aspects of Osaka fanon? So my biggest one is their mutual love of food because same. 
like very relatable and I know that's like their one interaction so a lot of the content is based around you know Akashi visiting him late at night while he's closing and having deep talks talking about like their wishes for the future and it's just like I can perfectly picture them having little moments together where they do talk about just like the little things that go on like they appreciate the small things together and I feel like that's something so beautiful and not something you see a lot in haiku ships like usually they're big and grandiose and they're based around like these big personalities and then you have these two like softer boys who just share the soft moments I don't know it's just so pure that is so pure because like people who like Osaaka like really like Osaaka like it's true we are a feral bunch why? Why y'all so feral? I think it's because we just, we want other people to see this because a lot of Haikyuu shipping is the major ship. So you have like pretty much any Hinata ship or you have, you know, Iwa Oi or what's another really big one that I, Kuroken or even Bokoaka, like they're just huge ships. And so we kind of have to make a name for ourselves. But also we want people to know that Haikyuu is more than just like the actual volleyball. It's about the personalities of the characters and about who they are as people and how they have grown from where they started in the manga and seeing their journey. I feel like that's like what it is to me because I feel like these two really represent that every character in this series has their own fleshed out personality that maybe we don't get to see all of but we still get to grow with them and go along on their journey if that makes sense no that's so fucking great and you know I really you know you make a really good point about how like you know it is focused a lot on volleyball and the pre-time skip again just focuses heavily on that but Osaaka really see seems like an exclusive like time skip ship in a way yeah, it they don't have any panels together pre-time skip. There are imagined moments by a lot of us where, you know, oh, they've sure. like looked across at nationals together like cuz they would know who each other like are because they're both yeah, powerhouse sure. schools. But that's really all they would do. Maybe they might have said hi in passing at nationals, but that's really it. But it's still nice to kind of imagine that you know, they saw each other at the age of 17 and have always thought about each other and then they reconnected at the MSBY game. I love that, though. That's so, that's so tender. It's so romantic. <laughs> oh, man. All right. So when you are kind of like into the Osaaka mindset, which character, because they're both very soft boys, but which character seems especially relatable to you? Honestly, it's probably Osamu. Like, I don't know what it is about him. I think it's that... How do I put it into words? I think it's that he has always tried to find his own path. It's kind of like what I touched on earlier. Like, he has this bet with his twin where, you know, they're going to be the happiest. And I feel like Osamu had so many expectations growing up to just be there with Atsumu and be the second half and 
instead he decided like yes I'm gonna go after what makes me happy and that's something that I have to remind myself every day is like choose your own happiness and I feel like he represents that so well and how do you think he brings that to Akashi I think Akashi is somebody who's very hard on himself especially because you know he didn't make it into the literature department of his magazine so I'm sure that's something that he thinks about and something that he strives to do is become, you know, part of that department that he always wants to be. And obviously that's a lot of speculation, but like who doesn't want to be where they want and who doesn't want to follow their dreams? And Osamu did. He opened up a restaurant, which is one of the hardest things that you could like ever possibly do. Like I have always heard that that is so difficult in such a lucrative business, but he did it and he continues to grow in it and it continues to just achieve and be his very best and I think that's something that Akashi kind of needs is somebody to encourage him and say you know if I can do it you can do it too and I'll be here with you along the way oh god my heart is just like melting <laughs> melting are they only just saccharine sweet or can they be spicy oh they can be spicy I think that they would. I'm okay. I'm okay to talk about some spice okay. right now since they are a rare pair. It's like it comes with the territory, it, I feel. It really <laughs> does. But I feel like they have so much chemistry on like every level. And I think they're both kind of secretly spicy boys underneath all of it. They've got their, their little uh, rough and tumble sides. You know, that we don't really see. Well, I feel like, yeah, it's especially, you see it more with Osamu because he definitely has Atsumu to play off of, for sure. But, um, but I oh, think, yeah. like, yeah, like, not gonna lie, spicy Akashi stuff, I'm like, ooh, the flavor. It's like, it's like that little it's pinch so of pepper good. that, like, you didn't know you wanted, but, like, it always, it always tastes so good. It's always the best part of the meal, and you end up thinking about it later. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very true. So, going back to uh, my question before about, you know, like, why do you ship Osaka? I kind of want to circle it back to why do you think people do like to gravitate more towards those, like, soft and a little bit spicy, you know, kinds of ships? Well, I think it's kind of like what I was talking about earlier, where in Haikyuu, we have a lot of like in-your-face characters and a lot of in-your-face ships and a lot of, you know, powerful and dynamic characters and their relationships with each other are always like big and bad. And I think it's nice to have something softer. And I think it, everybody has a comfort ship, something that just makes them feel warm and fuzzy and be like you know I kind of want that too like there are moments where you just want somebody to sit and talk with for hours and not even realize that it's been hours that's one of like life's most precious moments I feel like is those kinds of conversations and sometimes you find a ship that just encapsulates that feeling and I feel like Osaaka does that for a lot of people I know it does it for me canon the canon is great but sometimes we crave a little something extra so have you created anything extra for osaaka i have i have one fic up on ao3 
that I just recently updated or uploaded. It's of crumbs and eyelash wishes because I have to have something super ridiculous as a title. I can't ever have anything that's like normal. That's totally fine. Want to tell us about it? Yeah, so it's a little one shot that I wrote that is basically talking about how they met up at um, Osamu's shop late at night and they just started having these conversations and it's Akashi kind of self-reflecting saying like, I don't know when we got so close. I don't know when things became so comfortable. And there's a scene where Osamu rubs a crumb off of Akashi's face and Akashi's like, you're always doing that. Why do you do that? And then Osamu reveals why. I'm not going to reveal it. Everybody has to go read it. <laughs> yeah. But basically it's about confessions and all that good stuff. Hell yeah. Oh, I love that. That sounds so amazing. Are you going to write? It's very adorable. Are you going to write any other Osaka in the future? I am. I do have stuff like half written, but I am royalty when it comes to starting works in progress and then continuing to start more without finishing others. Yo, I totally feel that. It's like you strike when the iron is hot and sometimes the iron is hot and then it just like gets doused and you're like, what? But, um. Well, and sometimes the iron is hot for something else. True. Sometimes the iron do be hot for something else. Cough, cough, skate the infinity. Oh my goodness. Oh, don't even. The brain rot is real. <laughs> the brain rot is so real. But Osaka is still really good. So. Always. <laughs> do you have any awesome Osaka fic recs for us then? I do. There, there are so many really good ones. Um, because it is a rare pair, I've been able to kind of chug through most of the AO3 tab because when you hyperfixate, you just read through the entire Osaka fic thread on AO3. But some of my favorites are Mia Osamu's Guide to Bad Neighbors, Serial Breakups, and Domesticity by Rose Gold Writing, um, New Love in Old Places by Storm Hund, Six Feet Apart, and then some by Honey Drop. Those are like my three big ones that I think everybody who wants to get into Osaka or who already is and hasn't read these should read. Can you give me a kind of like back cover summary of each of them? Yeah. So Mia Osamu's guide, the the long one, is basically about um, Osamu is dealing with the breakup of Atsumu and Suna, and they break up like almost monthly. And Osamu is like, oh, "What? I don't want to deal with this. This is so difficult." And um, like the summary is, "What to do when your neighbors, who happens to be your brother and best friend." who happen to be dating, think you and your husband are boring and break up on a regularly scheduled basis. Oh my goodness! Um, yeah, so it's just, it's cute domestic life, um, Osaka, dealing with the ridiculousness that is his twin, which is a kind of a recurring theme in Osaka fix, but as somebody who loves Atsumu way more than they should, uh, I'm totally <laughs> fine with that. Hell Yeah. New Love in Old Places is basically about Akashi dealing with um, some self-turmoil and some things that are going on in his life. And he discovers Onigiri Mia and is trying to move on from like very difficult things. And when he goes, 
Osamu always says an onigiri for your thoughts and he'll give him a free onigiri for Okashi to tell him like what he's thinking of in that moment. And oh, that's it's, so precious. Yeah, it's that whole thing where, you know, they slowly learn about each other over time and it's so sweet. Oh my god. That's that's like my jam. I'm like gonna go read that shit. Holy crap. Bro, I will link you immediately. You have to link me. I ask for the links anyway, because I post these in the show notes. Alright. Oh well perfect. That makes so much sense. You're so much smarter than me. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> no. Tell me about that last fic, though. Yeah, Six Feet Apart and Then Some is part one of a series. There's two parts. But it talks about um, Osamu and his crush on Akashi and how he's dealing with it during COVID. This is an actual quarantine fic. Like, COVID-19 is real in the Haikyuu universe. So they... uh. They wrote about Osamu having a delivery service and his adventures in delivering to Akashi. It's very pure. That is so pure and cute. Because, yeah, didn't this... Well, this ship kind of took off, I guess, like, in the middle of the pandemic. Because wasn't that, like, when the chapters came out? Yeah, it was... a Yeah, because the last couple chapters with the MSBY game came out right around the time of quarantine question mark yeah yeah march of last year i had to think about when quarantine started it's been so long i know right it's been 84 years but um yeah that's that's really crazy though it's the first time anybody's ever ricked quarantine fic yeah i'm switching it up on you shaking things up (laughs) oh man well you know we'd love to see variety all right so what are some good good osaaka artist wrecks so one I really love is Zipper Tab. They did this like four-part series on just domestic life with Osaaka. And like they captioned it, true love will find you in the end. And obviously my heart just up and melted. It was fine. It was fine. Everything's fine. Um, another one I love, I'm totally going to butcher their name. I think it's Maki Zens. Um, some of their art that I really like is just... Most of the art is, like, domestic life because that's kind of what they're about. But um, just, like, their little phone calls or what they do when they come home for the day. And it's got, like, this nice, like, sunset lighting. And it's just beautiful. Um, And then a third one that I really like is Kitakagi. I'm sorry. Yeah, with two Ks at the beginning. Um, So Kikitakagi, if you will. And they've got some spicy art for Osaaka which I love to see, but they also have some softer art, yeah. We love the spice and we love the soft, (laughs) for sure. All right, so when you were, like, explaining the fix and, you know, all that, it seems like Osaaka likes to live in the realm of canon-compliant or canon-divergent, yeah? Yeah. Mm. Okay, why do you think that is? I think it's because we, ooh, that's a tough question. I was not prepared for that one. (laughs) Let me see if I can put it into words here. Um, I think it's because they are such real characters, even in canon. Like, they're very attainable characters, if that makes sense. Like, they're the everyman kind of character. 
because, you know, they didn't go pro. While we all probably imagined ourselves doing something that would get our name on the map, Mm -hmm. these two, you know, they are more like us in what we see every day and what we can relate to. And even though their goals are lofty and they're just as valid as like the ones that go pro and the ones who do still dream of that we do get to see like people attaining what they want and finding happiness and we get to see that in like the actual canon which is not always something you get to see and like yeah it's awesome to read alternative universe fix like I love alternate universe I love me some good AU but seeing especially a rare pair in canon is something kind of special I'm not gonna lie not very common and I think that's probably another aspect of it is I feel like a lot of Osaka like shippers are probably chronic rare pair shippers at least I know (laughs) I am I'm not gonna lie to you I am a hardcore rare pair shipper I think that they contribute so much to fandoms and I think that's kind of our view in general is you know we're here they're here they're real and they can be real and attainable in canon I love that that's so inspirational I love that rare pair shippers are the backbone of fandom truly truly Truly. there's a boy for everyone there is or a girl or a non-binary person whatever you like there's an everyone for everyone yes i love this oh my goodness okay so now if we were though to put these boys into an au what au's would you want to see them in so of course i'm always curious about what would happen if they did go professional but i feel like that's the easy you know right there in front of you choice i think a, a really good one for these boys is royalty or like fantasy. Yes! I was just thinking that! We're all, yes! We're always saying like Akashi is like a prince. And just, I'm just picturing like a forbidden love between them where Akashi is the prince of Fukurodani nation and Osamu is, you know, a lowly boy who has to steal bread to make it and make ends meet, and they have a chance encounter one day. Oh my gosh, I'm just writing a fic that I need Please, to Please! I want it! I'm just fully forming a work in progress in my brain right now. Literally! But I think- no, but I, th- I think that, but I, I think that is like, because I kind of said this in the Saku Atsu episode, but, um... I feel like that is just such the beauty of rare pairs because they're like the perfect dolls that you can just put in any situation. And you're like, yeah, like that totally makes sense. Like I see Osamu as like the bread maker or something like that. And he like makes bread and he delivers it to like the castle and him and Akashi like eyes me. And it's like, oh, my God, I like, no, I get you. I get you. And it just suits them so well, like. The air about Akashi and Osamu, like, this just suits them. I feel like the fantasy type setting is just perfect for them. It was made for them. No one can convince me otherwise. You're literally turning me into an Osaka shipper right now. I'm so <laughs> glad. Join us. <laughs> oh my it's God, all happy so endings precious. here. They're so precious. Oh, man. 
what's another AU? Let's do like spicy version. What's a spicy AU you want to see them in? A spicy AU? Ooh, ooh, okay, okay. Imagine, imagine though. I'm imagining. I'm, I'm very excited about this one. Akashi as like, as like an exotic dancer or a stripper. And Osamu is like either like a bartender or he's a bouncer. Oh my god. And like Osamu has to Osamu has to like protect him from like creepy dudes and like over enthusiastic oh women. Goodness. I love that. I love that. Like the bodyguard. Oh my god. I'm having a moment. I'm having a moment. Are you are you <laughs> listening, audience? I'm having Oh my god. Yeah. Oh my god, I can see that. Oh god, and Akashi's like Mm, and it's a little booty. I love it. I love that. I love that. I love thinking about that. Okay, let's do one more. This is let's do one more. This is fun. Okay, one more AU that you would like to see them in. Ooh, okay. Hmm. I'm going through all the ones in my brain because I feel like there's a lot of like really easy ones, like same high school. Oh yeah, that would be cute. And like I would, uh, that would be so cute. Oh my god, never mind. That would be beautiful because then we could have high school sweethearts. Aw, babies. Oh no, I just realized how pure that would be. I think my heart would melt into nothingness. In like the best way. But one more. Oh, what are others? Because like literally the fantasy AU just like, yes, like immediately. Like I was like, yes. Yeah, that one just like ruined me. That one really does like, that does fit. That tracks. I'm thinking about all like all the possible AUs in the world and all the ones that I've read. And I'm like, all of them work so well like bookstore coffee (laughs) shop like they suit everything i had one that like i i had this idea and i never knew what ship i wanted to write it for but now i think i do and now i think i want it for osaka i wanted it where someone was trying to like learn an instrument as like a therapy for themselves and not necessarily that they fall in love with like an actual therapist because that's bad but (laughs) they they fall in love with their instrument teacher teacher. yeah and like they're oh yeah Yeah, i've always wanted that that would be cute then you could have this moment like one of them i'm so sorry no no, you tell me about the moment i want to hear the moment they have this moment where like they've secretly been learning a song to like play and confess to their teacher and then they like they share it at a recital, and it's not the song that they were supposed to do, but they do it anyway. I could see that. Oh, my God. I oh. Okay, wait. But I could see that with, like, Osamu, and, like, he's, like, learning the song, and Atsumu is like, you dumb baby, what are you doing? And it's like, I'm playing. And he's like, oh, you're dumb. And then there's, like, an Atsumu side pairing happening at the same time. I'm sorry. This is, like, sprawling. Literally. This is sprawling right now. And then Osamu makes fun of Atsumu. Ugh. Love it. Oh, I love anything with the twin dynamic. Hell yeah. Oh man, they're so they're so much fun too. To make like again, again to make like Osamu just be like, Yeah, I gotta do this by myself, y'all. <laughs> like I love that I know, for him. And I love any moment where because it fits so well with the ship where Atsumu is like, you dumbass, like just ask him out. Oh yes. I think that would be amazing. Why do you need to play a song, Samu? Just ask him out. And then he's like, you don't get it, strums. <laughs> you, you'll you never understand. You'll never understand me, strums. Oh, ma'am. 
All right. Oh, man, that was so much fun. Thank you. That was really fun. Yeah, I'm so glad that you had me on. Thank you so much. Oh, hell yeah. Well, I'm not done yet. I was talking about that exercise in um, <laughs> coming up with AUs. I thought that was really fun. That was so much fun because now I have so many ideas that I need to write. Like I need more works in progress. Hey, you know what? When the iron strikes and that's all I'm going to say. So for my pen. Oh, it's strikes. <laughs> So for my penultimate question, is there anything you would like to say about Osaka before we wrap things up? Um, I just hope that more people kind of think about what their ships mean to them and think about, you know, why we ship what we ship. Because Osaka is a good example of something that a lot of people might look at and be like, I don't understand why you ship that. They don't have much content. But we find meaning in what we love and what we enjoy and what we consume content or make content for and that we're passionate about. And there's always a reason for it, whether they have one panel together or they have eight panels together or they have the whole manga together. And I encourage people to just kind of explore that and think about it and obviously love Osaka because these boys are such a good example of what a comfort ship really can be for somebody I think that's awesome and like yeah you know hell you've got like one paying customer here I'm like all right sign me up for the Osaka train like I don't know it just sounds so good and I think it's like everybody needs that like one like comfort OTP that just like gives them the warm fuzzies and god Osaaka sounds like a nice pair of slippers and hot chocolate and like oh god need it they're a good book that you come home to read after a long day of work oh my god I think that like answers my last question too because it's gonna be like (laughs) the question is literally if you could you know describe your OTP in like three to five words or a short sentence but like damn that like hits that hit different (laughs) <laughs> they do osaaka do be hitting different osaaka do be hitting different damn well i can't i can't believe this happened in the course in the course of like a half hour you turned me into an osaaka wow <laughs> i'm so glad that we we will wo- welcome you with open arms oh my goodness that sounds amazing all right so I want to thank you one last time for coming on the show. Where can we find you? What are your social media accounts? What are some projects you got coming up? Thank you for having me. You can find me at StarryZumi on Twitter. You can find me at Verowin, V-E-R-I-W-Y-N, at AO3. I have four big zines coming up. I The Haikyuu Ever After zine is about to enter pre-orders. And I am the co-head mod for the Oihina zine, the head mod for the Atsumu zine, and I am your layout and artist mod for the Not Safe for Work Atsumina zine. So many zines, never-ending zine work. And then I have a bunch of big fics that I want to write. I have a really long Atsuhina fic that I want to write, and now I have like three Osaka AUs that are going to be like 100k words, of course, because it's me. So, Yeah. That's incredible. Wow, that's so cool. Yeah, because like I knew you were the mod of the Oihina zine and the um, Ever After zine. But damn, I've been trying to not think about zines lately. Except for my deadlines. Don't hurt me, mod-san. Uh- oh. 
<laughs> no, you you are very good. You bring your stuff to us on time, and we appreciate you. Thanks. <laughs> So, if you like what you heard on this podcast, make sure you rate, review, subscribe. We have a shit ton of episodes in our backlog with haiku ships, other sports anime ships, and non-anime ships, too. We don't discriminate. If you want to follow us on Twitter or TikTok, our at is at the one true podcast. Yeah, our at is at the one true pod. Not podcast. Dang it. I thought I got that right this time. Oh, well. If you want to It's okay. I had to think about how to spell my my AO3. Oh my goodness. Well, it's like you'd think <laughs> I've been doing this for a year now. I would be like good at it, but no. My skill level just keeps going down with each episode. If you want to be a guest on this show, you can either slide into our DMs or send us an email at the one at gmail.com. Once again, I want to thank my special guest for joining us, and we will see you all next week. Bye. <laughs>